NHM, I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge and Renee, who is a friend of mine. I really love her story, which will get her to tell you. But the one thing that I love about uh, Renee and I aspire to this is I feel like you have the jam of being a present mum, which I don't have at all. So uh, I sort of, you know, just like am a workaholic and the kids exist around me and I wish I was a little bit more like you. So we want to hear uh, your story and where you came from and about your amazing blog and if you can help us out with getting to that place of balance possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Your background is a really full-on Um, media communications background right so a high-end position essentially that you worked bit really long hours yeah it definitely was I was working on um, sort of major accounts for an agency and I loved it and it was really important to me and I worked really hard at it to get where I was and and I think I didn't anticipate that changing much when I became a mum other than it meant that I would have Mm -hmm. someone else to look after when I got home um, yeah, that's interesting because Beck um, is exactly was she exactly the same as you. She worked for a high end events company that put on exhibitions and travelled the world doing it. And then um, she had her kids. Did you anticipate that changing when you had your kids? Beck, you did. You knew it was all going to go to shit. Yeah, in that indus- <laughs> in that industry, I did. <laughs> in, I mean, I probably wouldn't have had I been in another industry, but in that industry, definitely because I knew that traveling every month would was not going to be able to happen so I got out of it before having children I thought I was sort of like Renee where I thought everything would be cool and then what happened was like there was a little bit of um discrimination going on and stuff like that and then my career sort of fell apart a bit and I had to put it all back together and with kids as well so yeah yeah Yeah. it's a really big puzzle and Mm. the more kids you add and the more I know you you're crazy I couldn't believe when you announced your your next pregnancy I'm like oh my god how's she gonna do it and she still looks amazing (laughs) they're all fed and they're clean what's going on it's a lot of hard work it's a lot of hard work I think for to make it not look like it's hard work yeah which which is a <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> which is a bit silly really because let's be honest it's really hard work. Mm. Yeah. It's really hard work. It is. It's the hardest work I've ever done for the lowest wage for sure. Mm. <laughs> so what happened when you went back to or when you had your child and you thought oh no hold on this isn't going to be yeah, the same. Yeah, well I think not really anticipating it I went I, I went on maternity leave the first time and it was really loose which I think is my first mistake. I think I really wasn't prepared for what things would look like and I didn't really have anyone that was sort of talking to me about maybe mm-hmm. you need to set this up a little bit stronger yeah. and you yeah. need to have some expectations around what it's going to look like and mm. I really didn't. So when I went back, it was just a gradual decline. I, I felt like I didn't belong anymore. Things had changed. The yeah. dynamic of the office had changed. The mix of the clients that we worked with had changed and I just felt like... I didn't belong there anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And it was really hard because yeah. it was something that I'd already always felt really called to and really connected to and I really loved it. Did you feel – was that really hard for you as well because motherhood, number one, is very isolating, I found, even totally. though there's a lot of love involved. And then when you're having that happen in your career, I had exactly the same trajectory as you in mine. That's really isolating as well, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you get those – I mean – it's hard because you do connect a lot of your sense of worth to what you do and and even though the stories tell us that we shouldn't you do it's a big part of where you go every day and Mm. and what you talk about and 
and the value that you get as a paid employee who gets feedback and who gets to talk to people mm. in the real world and who can see that the value that they're adding to a business or an organisation or a brand or a yeah. whatever it is you do as part of your job. And I think, yeah, it, it really was. I mean, in a sense, I had kids also when a lot of my friends didn't, yeah. which was really challenging as well. Yeah. I didn't really have a, a picture of people kind of to look up to and, and see yeah. what they were doing and I was kind of just winging it. And I really, I, f- I think I felt like you. I just things just slowly started to fall apart. I started to fall apart. Relationships started to fall apart, and I just kind of really retreated into that. And and I think it was that was the sort of time when I I started to think maybe I just need need to lean into motherhood a little bit more, mm. um, because I think what I'd kind of been ignoring in the thought that I had to go back to work and and the financial reality is that I needed to go back to work. Yeah. We couldn't survive on a single income yeah. long term. Which is so the the case with so many with people so many these people. days. Yeah. 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 And um and it was a real struggle to try and find that balance. And it's still it's still a struggle to find that balance. I mean I haven't got it all figured out. I think it's just I'm leaning into it and it evolves and I just have learnt to be much more flexible than I was. So how um, old are your kids? I have a seven-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-and-a-half-year-old. So, okay. And so... <laughs> well. <laughs> it's fun. Mm. Tell, let me tell you. Seven's the hardest? Way harder. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm she's a seven-year-old as well. <laughs> she's oh. a mirror for all of my bad behaviour. <laughs> yeah. Really? Seven's the worst. Oh, my God, yeah. don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so what kind of balance do you have in your life now? So, Or how do you balance what you... Yeah. yeah, are you balancing? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think I am. I'm, I mean, I'm getting there, and it always shifts. That's the tr- that's yeah. the tricky yeah. thing about parenthood. I think you've mm. always got to be prepared for things to change, and it usually changes when just about when you've got things together. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. For me, um, yeah. and and what I did, I think, for a number of years, I just chased what was flexible, and yeah. and I felt like people were doing me a favor by hiring me because mm. I needed flexibility, and I felt like I needed something for them, and they were doing me a favor. Um, and just before I had um, Tully about two years ago, things fell apart again. I've just <laughs> there's been a lot of falling apart, where where a job that just wasn't working for me all fell apart very suddenly, and it was really it was really surprising for me. Um, and I think that's when things started to shift for me. Instead of kind of feeling like I was failing everything, I started to take a bit more responsibility for myself and and think about parenthood in a totally different light. And I guess that's for me when um, the other side of what I do, as opposed to kind of my three-day-a-week job working uh, for somebody else, is that I knew I needed to add something in for me as well. And Purposehood became that. At a time then, I was really struggling to kind of work out where everything fit in my life and and where kind of parenthood and career could come together. Um, and, yeah, it's just... It's been really interesting for me to start to lean into parenthood a bit more and understand that there is a lot of value around being a mother that we don't talk about. Yeah. Um, and it's okay to lean into that and it's okay to be excited about that and it's okay to love being a mum and we don't have oh. to apologise for that anymore because we yeah. can do other things too. Um, and to, to be really honest, I've found that the more I accept that, the more I accept that motherhood has actually made me better at my job. 
Yeah, I find I think job. it's made me a better person. Mm. I have to say that um, I'm generally more cranky and like more. <laughs> I'm just I think I'm just generally more stern. You know, my yeah. background is a stand-up comedian, haha, jokey jokey. But people who haven't met, seen me for years and then they'll sit down and have a conversation with me, they're like, "Whoa, you're just a serious person." And <laughs> you know, I think it comes from having little babies to look after. You have to be a bit serious, don't you? Yeah, and, and then you take wasting. everything else serious because yep. this is time away from your kids and mm-hmm. you're doing it like um for a reason so you're gonna like as you say your blog is purposehood there's a purpose behind it so let's just get it done and so we can get some balance and we can see our kids and do that so t- yeah tell us a little bit more about purposehood and about your blog yeah I guess as I mentioned it sort of came about at a time when I was really struggling and I'm I, I've always tended to kind of keep that stuff to myself um, and I feel yeah, like a lot too. of us do. I do. I say okay. You tend to just get through I'm, it yeah. and mm. get your head down and, yeah. and go. And and I had a really supportive group of friends around me that had kind of come about over kind of the couple of years of having kids. And I felt like I had a really safe space in them to speak up. And I found the more I spoke up about things that were going on for me, is the more people would kind of return that and, yeah. and let me know that they were having a tough time too and things weren't always as they looked and, mm. and that, that it was something not that all wasn't like, unique. Yeah, it's not, not like the Huggies ad. No. <laughs> <You know? laughs> not, Everyone knows that when they like listen to the show. It's yeah. not like that at all. <laughs> um, and I think, I guess I, I created Purposehood because that's what I needed. I needed a space where I could find out real stories of real people having real problems, not kind of Instagram superheroes Absolutely. that are sort of creating this mm. sort of stuff. Thank it's, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where do real people go to tell their stories yeah. and hear stories of other people who were kind of like them or, or that they can see themselves in? Um, and I think it, it's taken me a while to kind of get it going because I don't take that storytelling lightly because I think storytelling has a real power to affect change. It has mm. a real power to create connectivity and inclusion. What would your advice be for other mums out there who feel like they were in the position that you were in before, where you were sort of on the hamster wheel, where you didn't feel like you were really succeeding, you know, at home or at work? What would be your advice to them about um, going forward and being happier and having a little bit more balance yeah I think the first step for me was to get off the hamster wheel yeah get off it um that's not always easy for some people who've got mortgages Mm. and commitments but sometimes you've just got to get off that hamster wheel even if you're still going to work you've got to take some time for yourself to work out what's really important and if you're going to something every day that's not making you feel good and it's making you feel worthless or it's making you kind of question what you're doing all the time get off it might be a little bit of time taken to, to make the change or make the shift, but I think you've got to get really honest with yourself about what's important. Because let's be honest, if we work five days a week, we go there a lot of a lot of our time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as a mother particularly, that's time away from my kids. Mm. It's got to set my soul on fire to an extent. I mean, yeah. you've got to do some admin work here and there. You've got to do things you don't always like. Yeah. But really, it's got to set my soul on fire. And I think you don't have to have it figured all out at once. I mean, when I sort of started looking at kind of purpose-driven work, I did feel a bit funny because I didn't know what my purpose was Mm. and I still don't know what it is, but I know it feels really good to be connected to people and I know it feels really good to tell stories that make me feel inspired and make me feel heard and make me feel like 
You're not alone. I'm not, not alone. isolated yeah. like you were before. Total. What about in terms of presence with your children? I think that you're really good at that. That's one of your um, strengths. How would you, for someone who, like, I'm going to save myself. I struggle to be present with my children. I don't even know, like, how to do it properly. What would be some tips for mums that are like that, the business women that yeah. <laughs> can't really relate to kids, but they know they love their children a lot? But totally. How do you have that meaningful time, you know? I get I think it's I think it's a matter of again getting clear about what you like to do because you know what I do not want to go and sit down on the floor and play dolls I don't no, want to do I it I don't want to I don't either. want to use yeah, I know. my I American feel really guilty Barbie voice don't, don't want to do it no neither but no, do you know what I love cooking and I love gardening so okay. I just choose things to do with my kids yep. that I already love to do because that comes through and now my kids love cooking and now my kids love getting around in the garden getting <laughs> dirty cute. I love that I yeah, agree with that, too. you know. I feel there's a lot of weight with that. You've got to play with your me kids. Me too, you know? and I don't like the, I the dollies and too. I don't, I'm I just don't bored like it now. either. And, mm. you know, my kids are so great because I don't do that. They play really well with each other and because I haven't always sat down and entertained them, they now entertain themselves a lot of the time. But there's nothing better for me than pulling out a board game and playing oh, a board okay. game yeah, with I them and like stuff that. like that. Yeah. And even my youngest is four. Even him, he'll play and he loves it or doing a puzzle. We do okay. puzzles together. I find that more, that intrigues me more than if you're playing having with fun. the dolls. So, and doing, Okay, so you know. I wasn't thinking it of my perspective. I have to come you just got to yeah. change it you to enjoy. suit yourself. Totally. <laughs> you know? Like anything, if you genuinely yeah. like doing it, yeah. it's going to come across to the kids as well. <laughs> yeah, so it's the same. It comes back to purpose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. But I don't, I don't play dolls. No. I won't play dolls. Not into it. Happy for them to play dolls. <laughs> Yeah, but come, come and tell me when you're ready to do something else. I love it. Are I there Barbie, are there Barbie caravans being handed out at the Mantle household this Christmas or not? Oh, do you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I've just had my order for the new Lover Bella. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, helping us be more purpose driven, Renee. Thank you for having me. <laughs>